So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. I am extremely excited tonight because of our special guest expert who's coming on. Mr. Timothy J. McNeely is coming on. He is in the house. He is in the wings waiting anxiously to be brought on so he can spread his wonderful, amazing value and give you what you need to succeed in life. And we were just talking right before we went live and he had some interesting things to share that I cannot wait to unveil and share him with you. Just before we bring him on, the Mind Body Business Show, what is that all about? It is about what I call the three pillars of success. And you might guess what those are, right? It's mind, body, and business. Mind being mindset. And what happened is I began studying only successful people for about a decade. And I tried to figure out what it was that made them tick. What made successful people any different than those that were struggling who had not achieved that level of success that they desired and many deserved? And what I found after working with mentors one-on-one, after reading books of experts, after attending seminars and everything in between, both living and not living, uh, people who had great intellect in this area, and these were the three areas, mindset being one of very powerful and flexible being the keyword mindset. To a person, every successful person I studied had these traits of a powerful and flexible mindset. And for those of you that like to do research, one area I would highly, highly recommend that you pour your energies into is the area of neuro-linguistic programming, NLP for short. I learned this uh, some time ago, seven, eight years ago, became a master NLP practitioner. And not to be a practitioner, but to learn it at a deep level. And it literally changed my life. Uh, we're not gonna talk too much about that, I don't believe on this show but I just wanted to throw that out there. So go ahead and do some research or reach out to me later. I can throw you some resources to go hunt down and get more great info on that. And then body, that literally means their body. Every one of these very successful individuals took care of their bodies. They, they ingested food that was good for them and drink that was good for them. They also exercised and took care of that external shell, which is their body. And this doesn't mean that they became expert bodybuilders like an Arnold Schwarzenegger or supermodels like Heidi Klum, uh, not, nothing like that. It just means that they took care of themselves at a much higher level than those who had not achieved that success they want and deserve. And then there's business. One of my favorite areas, they're all my favorite. Business is multi, multi, multi-faceted. These people had mastered various skill sets and these included things like marketing, sales, building teams, uh, systemizing, leadership. And actually it's that last one that is the key because there are many, many more uh, skill sets that are required to achieve success in a business and then to grow a business even beyond its initial success. And to be honest, no one person in my humble opinion could achieve a mastery of all those skill sets in one lifetime by themselves. That's why leadership is key. And if you focus on leadership early on in your walk if you're in that stage right now if you're a solopreneur start learning and diving into all things about leadership because it's going to come you will need to scale you will need to get help and when you do that you'll bring in those people that have those skill sets that you currently do not and that will save you a lot of time and it will get you to the place of success you want and deserve and that is what this show is all about it's a show by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs and here's the thing it's all about modeling modeling success and one final thing that i'd like to uh, touch on with successful people is that to a person everyone i studied they were all avid readers readers of books and with that i'd like to segue real briefly into a segment i affectionately call 
Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. There you see it on the screen, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. That is a website I had built specifically with you. Yes, I'm not kidding, with you in mind, the entrepreneur, the business professional looking to get ahead. And real quick, before I go any farther, do yourself a favor and take out a good old fashioned piece of paper and a pen and take notes as we go along. Either that or open up a notepad or whatever that app is on Apple, I don't know, I'm sorry. But uh, open something up and take notes rather than opening a new tab on your browser or, or venturing off on your phone to the websites and resources that we will be giving you during the course of this show. Because I know uh, Tim will have plenty as well. And so just write down reachyourpeaklibrary.com and then come back to us. Because here's the thing, and I teach this from stage all the time, the magic happens in the room. And it would be a disservice to you if you were to... Take your attention elsewhere and miss that one golden nugget that would have made all the difference for you in your life when Tim comes on, because this guy is rich with golden nuggets. So you don't want to miss anything. Back to ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. It's basically a collection of books that I have personally read, and I vet them. Uh, not every book I've ever read is on this list, only those that had a profound impact on my life, either through business and sometimes personally. You'll see a lot of Grant Cardone in here. Here's my mentor, Mel Cutler. He's an amazing young man. You should get that book, The Big Boom. Uh, when you want to learn about NLP and use it for business, that is an amazing resource. And it just goes on and on and on. And you'll just grab the book that you haven't read that jumps out at you. Don't worry about going in any kind of order. Just grab the book and start reading it or listening to it. I listened to them on Audible. I found that was my way, my mode for uh, ingesting information after years of never reading any books because I got fatigued. My eyes couldn't take it. I didn't realize that I could just listen to them and get all the information I needed. So I was in heaven once I discovered this thing called Audible. And so that is it. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Reading is so vitally important. And I invite you to either read or listen to this story in the front and you'll learn why it is so important and how it became so profoundly important for me in my life. And it has changed my life very profoundly uh, just by getting in the habit of reading very good books, the right books, as you see there on the title in the on the website, if you're watching here live or on the recording. For those of you in the audio podcast, just go visit reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Write it down after you've finished listening to this amazing episode with our guest expert, who is going to come on right now. Here we go. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Mr. Timothy J. McNeely. How are you doing, my friend? I am excellent and excited to be here tonight with you and your audience. Ooh, this is going to be such a kick in the rear. I cannot tell you. I, I am so excited because of what we discussed just before going live. Uh, you told me about something I honestly had never heard of before. And I literally, and I told you this, I got goosebumps. I was so excited to learn something new that sounded so intriguing. I can't wait. Uh, before we jump in and I formally introduce you, Tim, uh, real quick, I want to remind our live viewers that if you stay on to the very end, the very end of this show, we will show you, I will show you how you can win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort in Mexico. Compliments of our friends you see on the upper left if you're watching the video, TheBigInsiderSecrets.com, my good friends over there. We give away one of these every single show. And yes, the time is coming soon where you will all be free to move about the globe. And it's going to be amazing. You'll be one of those first ticket holders. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I won on the Mind Body Business Show. All right, let's bring this gentleman on with, with the respect that he deserves. Tim McNeely is the CEO of the Lifestone Companies and consults with driven business leaders and select professionals. There, there's, oh my goodness, uh, there are lessons right in that sentence. I, oh, this is phenomenal. He can help you optimize your financial world so you can grow your wealth and confidentially, confidentially take care of the people you love, the causes you care about, and change the world for the better. 
Mm, I love it. However, what matters the most to Tim is meeting his wife, Dr. Dana Yeoman, and seeing the frustration she had running her dental practice. He set out to make things simple, and that is what got him going. Tim, now formally and officially, welcome, my brother. Great so to have good you to be here. Oh, this is going to be, like I said, I've said it twice already. I mean, it's going to be so much fun. And for those of you watching uh, live, uh, go ahead and say hello. Give us some love and likes and actually ask some questions as we go along. I love interaction on this show. That makes it that much better. And Tim, what I like to do is, you know, the, the theme of the show is mind body business, as I opened up with. And what I like to open it with, and then we'll just go organically from there. Uh, what I like to open it with is find out, you know, so we, I read your bio and it tells somewhat about your background, your accolades, your experience, your success. And what I like to do is dig deeper and really kind of peel away the onion, uh, so to speak, of that big, beautiful brain of yours and find out what makes you personally tick. And it's not really personal, but it is. It's personal because it's unique to you. And what I wanted to ask you is when you get up in the morning, you know, being an entrepreneur is a struggle a lot of times. It's about having that flexibility. Uh, so there are days that you know when you get up, you're going to have struggles. You're facing them. For you, when you get up day in and day out, day in and day out, when you come to, you're out of bed and you're waking up, what is it that's going through your mind that motivates you to take on the day with passion and fervor going forward? One word, impact. Mm -hmm. That's what gets me up every single day is wanting to make an impact on, on the people I love and the causes I care about so that I can change the world for the better. And, you know, I saw your book list there and you and I share so much in common, right? I love studying other successful people. And when I started my life out, right, I was a very ordinary advisor. I thought my job was to, to manage investments and met and fell in love with my wife who's a dentist, and it didn't matter how well I could manage her portfolio, it didn't make a difference for her. So I found myself in a job I hated, couldn't take care of the person I loved the most. So I had to figure out how to make an impact for her. And that's what gets me up every single day is having an impact. I love that. And notice it's an impact on others. I'm, I'm talking to others, others out there, Tim, not you directly, that, you know, he's talking about having an impact with others. That's what I find as another common denominator of successful entrepreneurs is they love serving and helping, and in Tim's words, impacting others in a positive way. And that's why I love what I get to do is this show. I meet amazing people. Tim and I have never met. Uh, we've never spoken before half an hour prior to this show going live. And the interesting thing is that's quite often the case with most guests I have on the show. And it's like, he's, a, he's my long lost buddy. He could have been my brother, a brother by another mother. Who knows? Maybe we'll have to look at Ancestry.com to figure that one out, see if there's something to that. Uh, but <laughs> it, it's really cool, uh, the commonality. And uh, I just love, love interviewing folks like you, Tim. And this is going to be a, a quite a ride. And so, you know, a lot of people go into a business once they figure out what they want to do. And a lot of people in the beginning, especially, are in it to make a quick kill, you know, money, a lot of money. And that's a common trait. And it's, it's not necessarily a negative or a bad trait, because let's face it, when you first start out, you got to survive, right? Entrepreneurs have to survive. And to do that, they need to make money so they can then build up to that next stage. And, you know, we get that. We've probably all been there before. But what it really comes down to, though, is planning for long-term success for, you know, getting that, that strategy in place that's going to take you through the long haul, the ups and downs. There are many downs. So for you, uh, Tim, what would you say for you has been the best way to achieve that long-term success versus the quick kill mentality. You know, I, I love what you just shared about, right? So many people get started in business because they want to make money, right? My story was no different, right? I got started, wanted to make money and, and started making some money. But like I told you, right, I couldn't solve the problems for the person I loved the most. And, and so much like you, I started studying what do the best of the best do and how do they move the needle on their most important goals? And by studying that, by, by all of a sudden having that impact on my wife and being able to, to rearrange things so much so that, that she got to a point where we got back on top of the world, things were going good again, but she got to a point where she couldn't hold forceps anymore to do extractions. And, and she's a dentist, and if you're a dentist or, or any professional, your hands are everything. 
And I'll never forget the day sitting in the doctor's office with my wife, right? Imagine being there with the person you love the most and you're waiting for the doctor to come in and, and tell that person if they have a future in their chosen career. And the reason I won't ever forget that day, Brian, is it didn't matter what that doctor was going to tell us when he walked in the room because we had done the planning. We had implemented lessons from, from the super rich. We had caught some errors in our plans and we knew we were going to be okay. And so what keeps me going all day long? It's having that impact and serving others. And that's such a common trait, right? The more you focus on solving other people's problems and serving your customers, your staff, your suppliers, and finding out how to help them get what they want, the more you're going to get what you want. The more you can help everyone win, the more everyone wins. I love that and, and totally relate to that. Uh, and that is so true that, you know, and there are books and books about that very topic. And it, it, it just, it works that way. When you are coming from a place of serving without expectation of receiving anything in return, that is when the biggest things happen. And that's the trick, though, is to do it without the intent of getting anything in return. And when you just trust it and go forward and just repeat that process over and over and over. And I believe, I mean, trust me, if, you're, if your intent is true, the, the return will come back many fold. It may not come right away. It may not come when you're ready for it or when you're expecting it, when you want it, but it does come. I mean, do you, do you ever find that to be true, uh, Tim? Well, yeah, absolutely. But right, kind of coming back to that, right? How do you maintain your, your mindset? How do you, you stay productive, right? How do you stay focused on the things that matter? Right. And looking at your book list, right? Start with why. It's so simple, right? Find out your why. And I really had to go on that soul searching journey to figure out what gets me up, right? I had to work with coaches and my friends and, and do the exercises saying, why does this matter? And you talk about peeling the onion. You got to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And as I kept doing that, it, it always came back to, you know what? I want to help people. I want to serve people. I, I want them to, to be able to take care of the people they love, the causes they care about, and change the world for the better. And I want to find like-minded individuals to do that with. But the struggle sometimes gets a little frustrating. And especially as you give and you give, you start thinking, when is it going to come back? But you have to trust the process. Yeah, and that's when that why comes into play. You know, when things aren't going the way you had anticipated and there's struggles and you're not getting the results you're looking for, if you don't have that very strong, impactful why, and what is that why? It's what is it you would do? What, what would you crawl over a mile of broken glass to what, was, what would be at the end of that? Who or what would you crawl a mile of broken glass to go to hmm. uh, and endure all that pain and suffering? Is your why strong enough? In other words, mine, everyone's different. It's very personal. In my case, it's my wife. My wife is my why. She's everything to me. And everything I do is to help us live a better, more joyful life, if that's even possible. But that's my why. And it's very strong for me. And for every individual, it's different. And so, uh, yeah, the why is what pulls you through those times. Uh, it, does that resonate with you, Tim? Yeah, you need that deep sense of passion and purpose for, yes. for what you do and what gets you up. And if it's just I want to make a lot of money, that really isn't a strong enough motivation. In fact, that's a motivation that will often cause you to cut corners and do things unethically and the wrong way because your motivation is actually wrong. And I would agree with that opinion. Yes, I would say that, uh, you know, again, it's oh, so here's the thing. Is it OK to want more money? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? <laughs> I, I, that's one of the traits we see time and time again. And I, I've helped underwrite the research on, on driven entrepreneurs, thousands upon thousands of them. And, and these are already very wealthy people. And we ask them a simple question. Do you want more money? And you know what a resounding majority of them say, Brian? Yes. <laughs> but then we dive a little deeper and we say, well, well, why is this? Three primary things come out. They want to take care of the people they love, support the causes they care about, change the world for the better. It has nothing to do with greed. It has everything to do with impact. Yeah. And so that's a thing. There's this, there's this phrase that has been, has re, been repeated in incorrectly and out of context for, for as long as I've been alive, I've heard it that, and that phrase is money is the root of all evil. And it's, it's a excerpt from the Bible, but completely incorrectly uh, translated. It's, it's a missing word there. You're right. The love of money is the root of all evil, which means if you love money more than you love your maker, 
then you have a problem. And that's what it means. Not money itself being the root of all evil. It's just a comparison frame. Like if you love something else more than you love uh, Jesus Christ, then that's the root of all evil, right? And money can, it definitely is for many people, that one thing. And uh, here's the thing. If Tim doesn't make a boatload of cash, then Tim can't help a boatload of people. And so I wish upon Tim many boatloads of cash so that he can help and serve many boatloads of people. It depends on the person. Money just accentuates and magnifies who you already are. Well said. And so if you're already there serving and helping others, I want Tim to be incredibly ungodly wealthy because I know he will take that and build more businesses, start, maybe he'll help others nurture them along to do what he does to help and serve and scale and, and grow. And uh, that's when it, come, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, you must be okay with making a lot of money. It's your responsibility to make more money, really. If you're going to serve more people, you have to make the money. Just do it in an integrity-based way. I'm, I'm on my soapbox, but uh, what do you think about that, Tim? <laughs> oh, I, I'm about to get up there with you, and I would argue that if you've got products, if you've got services, if you have things that change people's lives and you are not an advocate for it, you are not behaving in a moral and ethical way. You have a duty to get out there and sell as much of what you have as possible because if you've got something that impacts people and you're keeping it to yourself – that is selfish. Absolutely. Am, am I on the soapbox with you, brother? Love it. I love it, man. I'm going to attach another box next to mine so we can fit both together at all times. <laughs> you need a little soapbox icon in your in – your... There you go. I love it. Wanda Reynolds, thank you so much. I, we agree. Service is the key. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, more comments and questions. Bring them in so we can uh, take this to the next level. And speaking of that, I want to dive into a, a concept you started telling me about before the show came on, if that's okay with you. Yeah, let's uh, do it. You came up with this term I, I personally never heard of. Maybe I've lived under a rock for a long time, but you called it a virtual family office, if I recall correctly. And uh, you started explaining it to me, and I was still trying to kind of get my bearings and understand it. Can you concisely uh, define what that means? And then, and then we'll move into the next step, which you know, I think, what's coming on there. Yeah, he, he, absolutely. So I want you and everyone listening, I want you to imagine that you have just created a massively successful company and, and you've just sold out and you are now a billionaire, right? You've got all the money you could ever want, ever need. And you've got to find some people to manage your money, right? You manage your wealth, help you achieve everything that's important to you. Well, when you've got that kind of serious money, what you usually do is you go to a top five accounting firm, you find the, the person in the corner office, you pluck them out and you hire them, and you say, go build me a team of people, and I want some real estate people, and I want a good attorney, oh, and I want a private aviation specialist, and oh, a concierge doctor for my family, and you're going to take all these people, and you're going to sit them down in a piece of real estate that you own, and the job of that team is to manage your wealth. And the reason you do that is you want control, and you want to work with people who really get and understand you. You want people working in your best interest. Well, there's a little problem with that. It's kind of expensive to run those family offices. But the beautiful thing about today's world with a lot of the technology and regulatory changes, we've been able to bring those family offices, which is a structure that the super rich use to manage their wealth. We've been able to bring that way down the scale to driven entrepreneurs without having a nine-figure net worth. And so, okay, let's dive into that a little bit. So, Typically, this is for the very, very wealthy, correct? Correct. What you just described. And what, what are we talking about? Net worth of half oh, a million? North of half a billion. Billion? A billion, yeah. No, no, no. I, half a million, you can't even afford the payroll for a couple months. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> so, fantastic. So, what is it that you specifically do to bridge that gap? Well, what I do is really build those bespoke custom virtual family offices for driven entrepreneurs. So an entrepreneur may have a really successful company and they're saying, you know what, I really want to increase my valuation over the next four years. And then I want to plan on an exit strategy so that I can go do philanthropy. So, so I help them get clear on their goals. Then what we do is we bring in the best of the best players to help them achieve that. So we're going to bring in business valuation specialists, business growth specialists. We're going to make sure they retain key employees. And we're really assembling that team around them so that they can help accelerate their success even more. Oh, this is fantastic. Is there a, uh, are there, what are the, um, what are the guidelines? What are the, 
qualify what are the qualifiers for an individual to be um i guess qualified to work with you like do they have to make a certain amount of money do they need to be at a certain level in their business uh those kind of things yeah i i mean really the it's you know the best way to answer that is to figure out what kind of professional you need because there's so many good professionals out there and i'll, I'll share with you how we we think about this Okay. And, you know, once again, we've done a lot of research and I've had the privilege of underwriting the research on driven entrepreneurs. And when we, when we study them, we've come up with what I call the success equation. And, and this will help you understand the different professionals that are out there and, and who to work with. And I'm hoping my screen has popped up. Oh, there we go. You see that there? Yes, sir. And, and so in working with driven entrepreneurs, and, and, and specifically, I love working with dentists who happen to be entrepreneurs, we define success as the following. It's precision times implementation times access. Well, what do those mean? Well, precision is that degree of certainty that you're going to obtain and reach your financial goals, right? Are you going to actually reach, right? How certain are you you're going to reach your goals? Then there's implementation, right? Are you actually going to be able to achieve those desired results? And lastly is access. How confident are you that you're going to get those outcomes that you, you want and need for your business? So, so to summarize, right, precision, that's your goals. Implementation is what gives you the results. And access it was what gives you the confidence that you want to achieve. So, so what kind of professional do driven entrepreneurs, right? Who do you need to work with, right? You certainly want to work with the best of the best. And to share how my industry is structured, it really makes a lot of sense to break it down into a hierarchy. And the, the very bottom of the period, and I'm going to assume no one is working with unqualified advisors. I'm going to assume everyone out there, you're, you're getting some good advice. But at the bottom of the pyramid, unqualified advice. Once again, I'm going to assume you're getting some good advice out there. And the, the first level is an investment advisor. And coming back to that success equation, right, your results are, are singular, right? One single area, it's your investments, your goals, they're going to be limited. One single area, your investments, your confidence going to be very, very limited. And your results, you're going to get it in a single area of your life. And so often as driven entrepreneurs, you, you hit a ceiling and you reach this lack of time, lack of focus. And, and the myth that, that you believe at this level is I'll get to it later. And you're smiling, Brian, because 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 what's the truth about it? Later, you never get to it. <laughs> right. And usually something happens and later is too late. Right. By the time you need to do something, it's too by the time you need to buy fire insurance, it's too late. <laughs> so as we move up, then you reach a financial advisor, but you're going to get some limited results. And maybe that financial advisor will be responsive to some needs if you come to them. But their practice is usually built on that investment advisory business. So your goals, they're really going to be bounded by what you know, by what you're approaching that advisor and asking help for. You may say, oh, you know, I, I need some help with that estate planning or I, I need to work on valuing my business. But they're not proactively looking at that. That means you're going to have incomplete confidence as you move forward towards optimizing your financial world and you're going to get restricted results. As we continue to move up the hierarchy, some people may be working with wealth managers, and, and now you're getting extensive results because wealth managers are typically focused on five key areas. One, they help you make smart decisions with your money. That's the investment part. But they move beyond that to wealth enhancement, which is the mitigation of your taxes. Never met anyone who says, Tim, can you help me pay more than my fair share? It's usually, I want to pay my fair share and less if I can. Then there's wealth protection. How do you wrap your arms around everything that you have worked so hard to build and make sure it's not unjustly taken, either from lawsuit, divorce, or some other unjust means? Most of us have people we really care about. So fourth, we want to transfer our assets to the next generation and the people we care about. And then lastly, many people are charitably inclined. They want to magnify those charitable gifts. And so that wealth manager is going to help you focus on those five key areas, your goals, they're going to be extensive goals. Your access, you're going to have quiet confidence knowing that you are on track to reach your most important goals. And you're going to get wide-ranging results in all areas of your financial life. But once again, we, we hit a ceiling and we think, well, good enough is good enough. And that's the myth we believe is okay is good enough. But the truth is with the changes in technology today, it's possible to have the best. And, and driven entrepreneurs can benefit from a family office structure. They can have a virtual family office. And when you reach this level, now you're not just doing the wealth management piece, but it's also lifestyle services. And, and it's things that really matter to you. And so you're going to get comprehensive results, all areas of your life, your goals, absolutely maximized. You're going to have authentic confidence 
that you're going to reach your most important goals and you're going to get those comprehensive results in all areas of your life. Now, what kind of professional do you want or need? It's going to depend on you and your goals and what you are trying to achieve. You may be very, very well served with just an investment advisor, and that may be all you need. But but to answer your question, right, do you need a high-performing virtual family office? Entrepreneurs have lives of complexity, and if you've got a complex financial life, not just on the business but personal side, a virtual family office can make a lot of sense for you. This is phenomenal. I mean, I, I've never even heard this concept, which is amazing, probably because it was formerly only available to the very wealthy. And yep. that's, that's pretty awesome. Exactly. Right. And, and just like you, right, studying the best of the best, this is what you learn how to do is bring them down from the very top. And I don't want to be the pioneer. I want to follow on the well-worn path of people who have already done it. And I love the the business model you've put together. So basically, if I'm if I'm getting this right, you've you've actually brought in individuals who have expertise in various different areas that you may not have and put them together as like an a la carte choosing, if you will, for those who need their services through this virtual family office uh, model. Is that correct? Is yeah. that close? Yeah, exactly. And really, if you think about a virtual family office, it's a community-based approach using the collective wisdom of the best of the best experts. And and what we found is in today's environment, most of the best of the best experts, they work for their own firms. They are franchise players and they are not tucked into your, your big firms out there. They want to be on their own. And because of that, we now have access to some of the best and the brightest that we can bring in on an as-needed basis to serve you and your family. Wow. I, I like it even more that they're not tucked into a big firm. Now they have more incentive to really crush it. Exactly. When they're running their own business, you know, when you're working for someone else, your incentive is typically less depending on where you work and what your rewards are for what you do. So this sounds fantastic. My gosh. Goodness, my, I'm, I'm reeling. My mind is going crazy. Lots of good info. Tim knows his stuff. Hey, I wonder if this guy knows you. The last name looks familiar. Daniel McNeely. Oh, yes. I, I think I, that may be my brother. Hey, how you doing, brother Daniel? Oh, yes. And my buddy, Prince Io. And I'm sorry, buddy. I just cannot pronounce your last name. I've met you in person, and it's been a long time. I'm, I'm so glad you came on, and I wish you more success as well my brother you're you're an amazing amazing man i love this guy um thanks for coming on and ask questions if you have questions for tim my gosh please i hope you have lots of questions for this whole virtual family office thing because it's brand new to me i i've never said i know everything and i don't and i never will and i love meeting people like tim uh this is blowing my mind in such a great way i'm thinking of all the possibilities and i can't wait to have more conversations with you tim after the show to say you know, where can we go with this and, and what are the possibilities? Because as I was sharing with you before the show, I just brought on a fiduciary who's handling our finances now. And I'm loving that, that when you were going up and talking about the levels of confidence, I was smiling inside on those because my confidence went way up after we got everything put together with my buddy, Larry Zuckerman, who's handling our, our finances now. And it's been an amazing, amazing ride. And what you set, what you showed in that pyramid going up with the confidence increasing, it's absolutely the truth. That's what happens when you have somebody who knows what they're doing, <laughs> taking care of what's important for you. Yeah. And uh, I love that. Hello, Don. Amazing Don. He's a local man here, local chamber of commerce uh, president, and he's an amazing guy, always helping businesses. Glad you're here, Don. Uh, ask some questions if you've got them. I want, I want questions, people. Bring them on. Bring them on. Uh, you know, when it comes to that kind of Virtual family office, that sounds like that's really going to help people catapult their success uh, in different ways that I can't even fathom at this moment. I can't wait to dive in. Okay, here's what I want to know. Give me a few examples of what these experts are experts in uh, and what that can do to help specifically like an entrepreneur, say, starting out. Uh, maybe they're just branching out and they've started building a team. They're just beyond solopreneur and they brought in a few apprentices, employees, VAs, what have you. What would be a good potential fit for somebody like that, not knowing all the details, of course, but yeah. uh, what would be a good example of somebody that you could put them in alignment with? So, so maybe they're just starting out, right? They've got a couple of the team members and, and they're struggling building the, those systems and processes. Ari Mazel, right? Let's put them in touch with an optimization expert who's going to help them automate, 
outsource and, and, and optimize their processes so that they, they can create scalability. Or maybe that entrepreneur, you know, maybe they're they're coming up on their, their first fundraising and they're looking to get some VC and they have no idea how to present, right? They're like, I don't know what to say. Well, we're going to put them in touch with one of the top speaking coaches in the entire world who's going to help them hone their message so that they can communicate with even more clarity. Or maybe they've got a health issue and they just are, are not getting any traction with their doctors and they don't know where to turn. We're going to put them in touch with some of the best concierge medicine professionals on the face of this planet who's going to get them access to the front of the line and get them the care that they want. Those are just a few of the examples of what you can do through a virtual family office. This is, this is like I, this is so moving my needle right now. This is exciting. Uh, this is incredible. Right. And a lot of these best of the best professionals, if you just pick up the phone and call them, they're not going to talk to you because they don't know who you are. Whereas that virtual family office, office, it's access. So my clients usually go to the front of the line. And when I make that introduction, they're getting a call back from the professional. Not only that, we've got negotiated rates with these professionals so that your costs are less because we work collaboratively as a team. And I'll tell you, there, there's really kind of three ways that I think about the, the virtual family office. The first pillar is what I call the human element. You want to work with advisors who get you. Right. Everyone has the same product, but do people actually understand you and what you're trying to achieve? And that really is that first pillar is building the human element. From there, you want a cohesive team. There's plenty of people who can refer you to someone else, but do you actually collaborate on a deep level to help that client achieve everything that's important to them? And then really the last pillar of that virtual family office is you want a systematic process. And that systematic process is going to do two things. It's going to address failure, and it's going to make sure that you're taking advantage of all the potential opportunities out there. And when it comes to failure, you know, one of the questions and things I hear all the time when I tell people what I do is they say, you know what, Tim, I got a team of people. I'm all set. And I look at them and I ask them a question. I go, great. I say, your level of wealth, I wouldn't expect anything less. Most of my clients, they made a lot of money in real estate or they've sold the business. They're already wealthy. And I say, I would be surprised if you didn't have a team in place. Then I ask them, when was the last time you did a stress test of your wealth plans? And they look at me kind of sideways and they say, a stress what? And I go, a stress test. And I explain that in the family office world, in the last five years, 98% of family offices have stress tested their wealth plans. What's a stress test? Well, a stress test is where that family office brings in someone who's not on the payroll. They bring in an outside expert, and that job of that expert is to not tell the family what they want to hear. They're there for two reasons. They want to check the wealth planning to identify errors because errors happen, and they want to make sure that they catch those, and they also want to make sure they're identifying all the opportunities out there. And if the super rich are stress testing their wealth plans, you should too. Absolutely. It's amazing that now – so here – one of the keys is getting access to what the super wealthy have which is rare for most individuals. And that's another reason I am so excited about this. Not so much for myself personally, but for everyone. I'm thinking of people in my mind as you're talking, uh, Tim, you know, who else could potentially reap huge rewards by getting uh, connected with you and your entire team of experts. Uh, your, your brother has a question here, so I hope he's not setting uh -oh. you up with something. Uh, I don't know if I should bring this up, but I'll let you handle it because he's your brother. So I'm going to read it so that our uh, podcast uh, listeners can hear it as well. Uh, he says, Daniel McNeely says, with the advent of Robinhood, free trading, and EFTs, how do money managers add value in today's market? I think that is such a brilliant question. And Daniel, I, I almost feel like he set me up here. This is, this is a great question. You know, we kind of touched on this earlier, right? Everyone has the same product, right? And when it comes to investments, that's really no different. Once you reach a certain level, the dirty secret of my industry is everyone has the same portfolio. And there's certainly people you never want to let handle your money. But once you're at a certain level, they've all got the same stuff. And if the only value is asset management, you probably shouldn't be working with that person. But if through proper tax planning, we can save you $150,000, $200,000, $300,000 a year in taxes? 
that's some value that you're adding. If we can help you set up your own insurance company so that you pay premiums to yourself instead of the insurance company. What? That's some massive value. We can we talk about it in Seriously Wealthy, Brian. It, it's in the book in front of you. <laughs> if we can help you create tax-free income for life, that's an added value. So, so the asset management, that's table stakes. It's all the additional value in the wealth enhancement, mitigation of taxes. It's wealth transfer, wealth protection, and charitable gifting. Those are areas that you can really move the needle. Goodness sakes. I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, Tim, there has not been a guest. You're, you're like the guest number 102, or this is show number 102 or so. And nothing has intrigued me more than what we're talking about now because it's so new to me. And just the idea that these kind of things are accessible. I didn't know you could have your own insurance company. I've never heard that before. So that sounds like something a super wealthy uh, group of people would figure out and do. So I'm, I'm loving this so much. Uh, and I, uh, we will definitely, don't worry, everyone watching and listening, we'll get you the contact information so you can have a conversation with Tim and see if you're a fit going forward with him and what he's got put together. I know I'm going to because I am so intrigued. I, I have so many questions. Uh, one of the things you really hit on very early on the show that I wanted to circle back to, Tim, was you talked about how you read a lot, and you also slipped in there that you had coaches. And, and then you continued on. I thought, awesome, because this is like what Tim is talking about is you have an instant team of highly skilled coaches. And there is nothing that I have ever done in my business life that has excelled me farther, faster than ever before than by actually hiring a coach and multiple coaches, one for speaking, uh, one for uh, marketing and others for time management. And those have all reaped huge rewards for me. Now you're talking about having multiple people there at your beck and call to say, I need help. Can you please help me? And they will have the expertise to do so. This is like... I can't, I can't imagine what this is truly worth uh, to four people. Uh, I, I can only imagine. So this, this sounds amazing, brother. Uh, keep talking about it. What else you got? <laughs> well, right, it really is. It's a lot of fun. And the coach thing, right? I'm so glad you brought that up, right? Coaches have accelerated my success more than just about anyone else. And right, I, I love your process and kind of coming on your show. We do some chatting before and kind of go through some questions like, you know, what, how do we want to serve the audience? And, and one of your questions was, right, if you had the chance to start over again, what would you do differently? And as I thought about that, right, the thing I would do is I would surround myself with more like-minded people much sooner in life. And, and this is a, a danger that, that you and so many entrepreneurs fall into is we think we want to do this alone. And, and you think, you know, if I reach out, if I say I'm struggling, then that's a sign of weakness. And, and I just can't do that. And, and there's a proverb I love. It says, if you want to go far, or I'm sorry, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. And that to me is so true, right? You can go fast, but it's going to be a sprint. And you're going to run out of energy. But if you surround yourself with the right people, you're going to go so much further. There's something about the community-based wisdom and the collective wisdom of everyone working together to achieve common goals. Wow. An absolute wealth of information in just a short period of time. And look, so I, I was uh, <laughs> prodding those who are watching and listening to take notes. I'm running the show. I'm hosting the show. And I'm not asking you to do anything I don't do. So I've got a full page going. I can barely read it because I'm so excited. My hand's shaking. But there's so many things that you just uh, mentioned that were so profound. Uh, surround yourselves with like-minded people. I went to every entrepreneur-based seminar and networking event I could get my, you know, that I could go to, that I had the time for, that I had the money for. Uh, even sometimes when I didn't have the money, I found the money and went. And I, you know. A lot of people, this this will date me, but do you remember an actor by the name of Mr. T? He was in Rocky and he was oh, on yeah. the team. And remember, uh, oftentimes he'd walk around with just a massive bundle of gold chains around his neck. I mean, I don't know how much that weighed. That had to weigh a lot. He was a big dude too. So probably nothing to him. Well, over the course of years, as I went to all these seminars, I would keep those who would let me, those badges that came with the lanyards that you walk through the door and you has your name. Hi, I am. And uh, over the years, I kept them. And then when I went up on stage, I, 
I, I looked at my bag that of all of these, I'm like, my God, there's a lot in there. And so I have, uh, you know, one of my uh, assistants run up on the stage at, a, at an opportune time and I put those on and I look and I have Mr. T up on the screen. And I say, look, I put Mr. T to shame because they were thick. I'll give you a fist bump for that. Yeah. That's awesome. And I only say that not to pat myself on the back, but to implore upon those out there who are not doing that, who are not getting out there and, yeah, look, I get it. We're, we're kind of under restriction at this moment. It will lift. Uh, go on to webinars and, and attend those and interact. Take action. Make, you know, communicate with people. That's the key. Don't just show up, but show up. I mean, fully. And really engage and ask questions. Be the curious one. Richard Branson's like one of the most curious people on the planet, and he's also one of the most uh, successful. I wonder if there's a pattern there, and maybe we should follow that. Well, and the amazing thing is when you find that right group, people are so willing to share and help. They want you to reach the top, too. And you talk about that curiosity. I was was attending another mastermind group in, in my niche, and, you know, they had this panel up there, and they're talking about hiring people and associates and all of a sudden, this guy in the audience pops up and imagine being in your group of your peers and the most successful person running the most successful company in your niche pops up and you're like, what's this guy doing? And he gets up and he asks that panel and he says, well, can you tell me how you're hiring people? And it's like, wait, you should be the one up there telling up, huh? You're asking that question? <laughs> right? Like the most successful guy in the room by far. And he's got a humble attitude. And he's trying to learn and he's genuinely curious and he's at the top of his game. And that's why he's at the top of his game. It's interesting you bring that up because the reason I use Richard Branson is from an actual real story from my mentor. His name's Mel Cutler, who is by age could be my son. He's younger than I am. I, I don't care about age. I don't care about race. I don't care about gender. If someone has the results I want, I latch on with my hands to both ankles and I don't let go virtually, of course. But um he said he had this story where he met Richard Branson and they were staying in the hallway during a break or something. And the guy came up and he just started peppering my mentor, Mel, with questions. And so Mel would tell us from the stage and it's like, you know, he's thinking this, but he says it from stage like, hey, man, you're the one that's got all success. I want to ask all the questions. Why are you asking me all the questions? And so that was the, that was the lesson. You know, the most curious person, I guess, wins. Right. Yeah. And here's the thing. One of the things that we don't do as humans is ask questions because it makes us appear as if we don't know very much. And where does that come from? You touched on it and that you called it weakness. I call it ego, same thing. You know, it's ego thinking, ah, well, I don't wanna come off as not knowing everything. And if I ask questions, then I certainly don't look like I know everything. So I'm going to act like I know everything and that will be good for me. Well, it won't, you know, it's time to get rid of that ego, ego, shuck it aside. I'm looking at my notes of all the stuff you said you can go fast and become alone and go far and be with others. I just I just love everything that's coming out here. This is like this is a super show. I'm going to call this a super show. This is phenomenal. Oh, oh, Prince Io. Thanks, Brian, for featuring Timothy. I love what's coming out of the brother. Yes. Same here. Hey, likewise, Prince. Thanks for tuning in. This guy is amazing, man. He was uh, this was many years ago, but he was putting together this phenomenal T-shirt company and. Uh, I met him during one of those seminars where I was helping with my mentor, uh, Mel Cutler, and uh, amazing, just gorgeous human being. I love this guy. I love everybody. This is amazing. Wow. My God, dude, we only have 10 minutes left. This is oh amazing. My God. Oh, I love, I definitely want to touch into this because here's the thing uh, with business. It's what blows me away right now is with what's been happening with a pandemic. A lot of companies are closing. Before they close, many of them are cutting certain departments. And what I'm seeing over and over and over again is they're starting with their marketing department. And to me, that's like cutting off your own arm. I don't understand that because they're the lifeblood. If you don't have marketing and new clients coming in or marketing to repeat clients, just game over, just throw in the towel. And so marketing is so vitally important. There are many things that are important, but marketing, in my opinion, is one of the most important. And along those terms, Tim, for you, what has been one of your most successful forms of marketing? Like, how do you build a successful customer base? What's working for you right now? 
Yeah, great question. I, I, I think the thing that, that matters most, right? And, and this is any industry, right? When you are building your customer base, you have to be focused on one thing. How do you solve your customer's problems, right? You solve problems. And the more you solve problems and then clearly communicate, that's the other thing, right? If you use all sorts of crazy esoteric language, you're going to lose people. But if you solve problems and communicate clearly, you're going to build a fantastic customer base. And, uh, and to take it even one level deeper, this is the, the most recent research project I was involved in with John Bowen and, and Russ Allen Prince, who are some of the best of the best when it comes to private wealth, is Russ's newest book and John's newest book is called Everyone Wins. And the more you can create scenarios where everyone walks away a winner, the more you're going to win too. Totally agree. Leaving you hanging there for a microsecond. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and when you go to actually market, do you have any like platforms or specific ways about bringing other than coming on shows like this, which I think is genius and, and everyone should do more of this, whether it's a live TV show like this, a video or podcast that is a proven <laughs> marketing avenue. And look, what is Tim doing right now? Is he selling anything? It doesn't appear so. He's providing value. And in the process of providing value, inherently, he's selling, but not like coming out and say, hey, let me tell you what I got. Let me open my jacket, show you my watches and my trinkets and things. He's, <laughs> he's doing so in a very professional and high value manner, which this is natural to him. He's not uh, one of those slick oil, uh, slick, what do they call them? Snake oil salesman type people. And that's the kind, this is the kind of approach to model is where I'm going with all this. For those of you watching and listening is model what Tim is doing and appear on other shows and provide value. Because, you know, just talking to him the half hour before, I was asking him, what does he do? He, he piqued my interest, you know, with this new concept to me, virtual family office. And I said, holy moly, what is that? And just started peppering him with questions. And I, I, uh, I truly appreciate you answering all those questions and fielding those because that provided value to me. Okay, here's another, uh, I think it's a question, yes. ArmorGames.com, thanks for coming on. High net worth individuals like working with the best. I love the idea of the team aspect. How do we know the team you've assembled is top tier? Woo, good question. I would tell you to go Google them. It's that simple. Sweet. And how would they know where that team is to go Google them? Would they need to connect with you first? Yeah, if they want some of the names, they can go look up the professionals themselves. I would tell you, go go vet them. I have spent a an entire process where, where the professionals I work with, they get vetted. And if they don't have philosophical alignment, then they're out. I don't care how good they are. And when it comes to the vetting process, you know, there's some interesting things because sometimes the best of the best people, they're not responsive. You can't get a call back from them. And if they're not responsive, they're out. If they don't have the client first and center, they're out. If they are not a leader, they're out. So, Well, this would be a good time to segue over. And uh, if they want to know and find out who these people are, they could reach out to you and get that list, correct? Uh, and, and I would tell you, look, look at the co-authors of Becoming Seriously Wealthy. Look up Russ Allen Prince. Look up John Bowen. And Russ works with billionaires all day long. That's where the research comes from. When it comes to private wealth, there's really no one better than John Bowen. These are the best of the best, and I've got them on retainer and consult with them regularly. There you go. I've got right. it in. Around yourself with good people. Sweet. Russ Allen Prince, John Bowen Jr. Oh, there's this foreword by a really cool guy, Tim McNeely, in this book. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we want to give you the ability to get a copy of this book. And I guess, you know, since we're here, let's just go for it and do it right now. Uh, one of the gifts that Tim is giving away to everyone who is watching right now or listening is a copy of the book. It's a free book. You just pay shipping. Uh, it's it's $9.95, 10 bucks to get more information about this, to actually get a deeper understanding of these individuals that he's talking about. Uh, what better way than to read the words they've written and then get it at a very deep level. So to do that, we have a website that I have queued up, I think. And there it is. You'll want to go to this website address. It's www dot lifestone co i guess that's for company uh lifestone co.com forward slash becoming dash seriously dash 
wealthy and i'll drop it in the comments it will show up on most social media platforms so that you can all just click the link and go straight to it there it is on its way so go click that link and grab a copy of that book ten dollars for that's not that's no investment of any kind that's a small investment for massive value if you've been watching any part of the show you know that to be true and uh ten dollars is uh my goodness, uh, if you're not willing or able to spend $10, then there's another issue that needs to be probably looked at. And I'm not here to preach or shame anybody. Just uh, just get the book. Just get the book and then change your life. I'm getting the book myself. So definitely more books to read. I can't wait to get it. What else do we want to talk about here? We have three minutes. Good Lord, what happened? So um, It went fast, didn't it? It always does, especially when you're having fun, and I'm having a blast, I'll tell you. Absolute blast. Let's talk briefly about how do you achieve long-term success, because I think my answer will blow your mind. All right, let's do it. Quick. The best way you achieve long-term success is by doing the ordinary and the mundane. You show up every day, you set your vision, and then you just implement it little by little by little. And so often, right, we think we're going to have this magical experience and overnight you'll be a success. No, it's a long road and you got to do the ordinary and mundane day in and day out. Consistently, persistently stacking the rocks, stacking yep. the rocks. I love it. I love it. Now, there, there's a song by Sarah Groves called Setting Up the Pins. And that is the entrepreneurial song about a man at a bowling alley setting up the pins just to knock them back down. That's right. Yes, I can't agree more. Digs by Dan. I'll have to check it out. Hard to beat a free book. Yes. Just pay shipping and handling. That is it. Uh, they got to cover their costs. And so, uh, yeah, definitely go after that. Hey, I, I uh, promised everyone that before we signed off, and by the way, there's one more question that I am going to ask Mr. McNeely. And it is one of my favorite questions I ask every guest that's been on this show. And it's a personal question, yet extremely powerful. And I can't wait to hear Tim's response to it. But before we do that, I did promise that everyone that stayed with us live to the end, it's now that time, that I would give you a way to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort in Mexico. Compliments of the big insidersecrets.com. You see their logo up there. I'll put their little cool banner on the bottom and here it is what you now we we now give you permission tim and i to now take out your phone which i used to have sitting right next to me but imagine that's in my hand tim's got one right there beautiful and what you want to do is pull up your messaging app app i can say it i can talk and here's what you do you want to you want to text the word peak to the number 661-535-1624 so in other words, where you would put the name of the individual you want to text, you type in the number 661-535-1624. And then where you want to actually type in your message, maybe throw some emojis in. Instead of doing that, just type in the word PEAK, P-E-A-K, and then tap the little send icon and you will automatically, instantly be entered to win this phenomenal, phenomenal prize. Again, sponsored by the BigInsiderSecrets.com incredible people great friends of mine i love them dearly and appreciate that they're sponsoring and and providing this for us we give this away every single show and uh i hope you win every one of you only one of you is going to win but I, I wish you all won we'll, we'll pick it randomly you'll be notified via text it will come back to you and we'll get your additional information to get you in the system so you can go grab that vacation stay of your dreams i can't wait to see who wins that and so, coming back to the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Timothy J. McNeely. Ah, the question. Now, here's the thing, uh, Tim. It's, it's, it is a personal question, but it doesn't go into your personal business. It's just personal because it's unique to you uh, and your, your response. So, regarding your response, there is no such thing as a wrong answer, just so you know that. It doesn't exist. It's exactly the opposite. Uh, the only correct answer is yours again because it's unique to you so now that you're like probably going crazy like what the heck is this question are you ready i am ready bring it on all right here we go 
Timothy J. McNeely, how do you define success? Success is being able to build an amazing life of significance so that you can take care of the people you love, the causes you care about, and make that impact in the world. Mm. Bang, boom, right between the eyes immediately, quickly. I love that. I love asking that question because every person reacts differently. I've done over 100 shows and no two people have answered exactly the same way. Is that amazing? My other answer would be 42. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Oh, man. Yeah, that is the secret to success. If, if people only knew about 42. Yes. But the one thing I noticed in every answer I've gotten so far, none of them were money centric, not a single one. It's not about like when I make my first 10 million or 5 million or 1 million or whatever. It's never uh, their top part of their priority or uh, definition of success. And underlying, yes, money is part of it. We discussed that earlier. Uh, but everyone to a person is more about serving others. And, you know, to serve more, like we talked about earlier, it is important that each and every of my wonderful guest experts that have come on make a, a, an absolute killing when it comes to income and wealth so that they can serve others, especially like in Tim's case, what he's doing is he's taking his wealth and helping you to create your wealth. Is that amazing? <laughs> it's like a direct transfer. It's a fun partnership. And well, you go back to the greatest commandment, love God and mm. love others. Yes. I love it. And I've, I've loved this show. This has been phenomenal. Tim, do you have any parting words or words of advice for our wonderful listeners and viewers before we call it a night? It has been such a thrill to sit down and talk with you, Brian, to talk with everyone listening. And I think we've done it. We've talked about the mind. We've talked about the body and we've talked about business. The business. Yes. And we took care of the business as well. All right. Well, thanks so much. On behalf of Mr. McNeely, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. Thank you, everyone who came on, who interacted, who watched, who listened. Uh, can't wait to see you again. We'll be here again next week, same time, right here on the Mind Body Business Show. Until then, so long for now and be blessed, everyone. Have a great, great evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast www.themindbodybusinessshow.com My name is Brian Kelly.